Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. I am bringing the information to you for you to use and it's not costing you a penny. That is what Money Making Conversation Master Show, Masterclass Show is all about. The interviews and information that this show provides are for everyone. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and really start living your own. My guests, they're on the line, have created a one-of-a-kind original beverage that is vodka-based and infused with the finest natural ingredients. They are working moms and wives who became fast friends while their daughters attended the same dance academy in Houston, Texas. Please welcome to the Money, welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, Taya Rashid and Daphne Carter. Did I say everybody's name correctly? Yeah, you did. How you doing, Taya? And how you doing, Daphne? I'm going to stick with Daphne and Taya. How about that? I know I got that right. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Great. Now, tell me the name of your business. Well, the company name is Kashid Beverage. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is a combination of our last names. Right. And then our tour, our two products on the cores are Daphne Limoncello and Daphne Berrycello. Okay, cool. Now, Daphne, because I'm a bounce. So what I do is I just say your names, and that way we know exactly who I'm talking to, and I just lay it out there for one of y'all to do. Who should I respond? Should you respond? Do hopscotch. So, Daphne, liquor. How has liquor played a role in your life that you felt that you can create a drink that somebody would want to buy? So I grew up um, in the country, Waynesboro, Georgia, not far from Augusta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And my grand, uh, my my uncle had a moonshine still. And part of the induction into adulthood was taking a shot of moonshine. And whether you were um, either gender, you had to take this moonshine uh, shot. And my grandmother would make homemade lemonade. So we would add the lemonade to the moonshine for the women um, in order for us to sort of put an edge, uh, take the edge off of that moonshine taste uh, for your shot. And so lemon plus some sort of alcohol equals the ingredients for limoncello. So I, as a child, was inducted into the hall of vodka or some other grain base and lemon <laughs> together to make a great drink. <laughs> I'm going to say something, Daphne. Now, see, 
all that country talk, talking about like everybody in the country is doing what your grandfather did. Now, for me, I'm not a drinker, so educate me on what exactly what is moonshine. What is moonshine? Because well, we hear it a lot. What exactly is moonshine? Uh, moonshine is uh, it's actually illegal, but it is made from a seal of using grains to make. Um, and then it, it's a really distillation process. But the, the base of it is grains and, you know, all kinds of alcohol. And so ethanol. So you put put that together and get you some good moonshine. So it's pretty strong. It's probably the strongest. Um, yeah, that's just say you put hair on so your if chest. You've ever heard of Everclear? <laughs> yes. Everclear is like Everclear is like a baby formula of moonshine. Wow, wow. Now, now Taya, yeah. now okay, now that's her story. Okay, now yes. do you have somebody in the country too that made you like a passing of of of, of, of womanhood that you got to guzzle a gallon of moonshine in your life? How to tell me your story? It gotta be it gotta top her story now. That I should let Daphne lead because now Tyre, you gotta get a better story than her moonshine story. The floor is yours, Tyre. I can I cannot like. Like, she wins, but I, I'm sharing something with you that I probably have never shared with my mother, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But I also, my both my parents are from New Rose, Louisiana, so mm-hmm. every summer, I would go to the country with my grandmother. Right. Well, she did not make moonshine, but, right, she would always give us a little sip of, it started with wine coolers, right? Mm-hmm. And then I guess after she felt like we graduated, you know, we got a little maybe crown, a little crown with a lot of Coke. And we thought we were doing something. Right. So I wasn't getting the strong stuff like Daphne, but, you know, I had my little country <laughs> in, introduction to alcohol, too, growing up. So I don't know, Taya and Daphne, if y'all giving Louisiana people and Georgia people, country people, a bad name. <laughs> I don't know y'all. They don't know how to raise kids, obviously, you know, because they, they know, child protective services need to be lining up, sweeping that, doing a big sweep down in the countries of the country land of Georgia and Louisiana. So I, I'm from Louisiana. My parents from Shreveport, so I, I can attest that goes down with regularity. Okay, and uh, I, I was one of the fortunate ones who didn't have to experience any liquor in my life until I was of age to be able to make the decision on my own. But that's not a bad thing because you two young ladies uh, met in Houston, Texas, and were y'all were y'all friends? Were there, your kids just attending the academy, the dance academy? How did that relationship start to get into the whole idea of being business partners? Start with you, Daphne. Yes, so Taya, and she, I'll let her share the story about their move. Um, I'll fast forward in the story. Our children were at the same dance studio. Right. became um, close friends, and mm-hmm. we're starting, starting to spend a ton of time together. And right. if anyone has an experience as a dance mom, you're together with other dance moms and your children um, four days a week during the weekdays and almost every weekend, all day, sometimes two-day weekends um, at dance competitions. So we spent a lot of time together. So Taya and I grew um, close after spending so much time together as a dance moms, and that friendship turned into uh, bringing our friendship circle in. So we would hang out every other weekend, sharing life together uh, as a friend circle, and we would always have two good things, good food and good uh, drinks. And so I was in charge of the the drink menu, since it was always at my home, which is how we started to make cocktails together, which then morphed into this business. But 
I'm going to let Taya share the first part of the story of how we even came to be together um, in Missouri City, Texas, which is right outside of Houston. Taya? I like to believe liquor had to have something to do with this conversation somewhere, a happy hour <laughs> or something, because I can't see y'all just at Dance Academy and then y'all just go, how about some liquor? Let's get in business. How did that conversation <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. See, Daphne, after she gave that great story, she really got boring. She got boring. Taya, please help me with this story because... You want want the real deal. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We had to check these girls in, right, on a good day, 7 o'clock in the morning. Right. Right? And we would leave these competitions after awards, let's say 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And we were there all day in the stands, and we would hear the same song at least 100 times. And at one point, we were like, we got to find a way to make it through this. And guess what the cure was? Liquor. We found the perfect, co- <laughs> not, not, the perfect cocktail, a cup of joy. Okay, a cup of joy. Okay, us. okay. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> that we drank responsibly. We were responsible. Right, drinkers. right, we just right. We needed a little something to get us through those long 12-hour days where we were supporting our little loved ones. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm going to read something. I did some research about uh uh, black female entrepreneurs. They say this states that that Harvard Business Review released a new report sharing that in the U.S., 17 percent of black women are in the process of starting or running new businesses compared to just 10 percent of white m- women and 15 percent of white men. However, there's a catch. Though black female entrepreneurs take the lead early lead on only three percent continue to run the business through maturity, which means they start the business, but it doesn't either collapses or they decide to go in a different direction or go back to working a 40 hour week job. The reasons for the drop are point to obstacles in assessing capital and the types of businesses launched tend to be in a crowded marketplace with lower margins. Let's talk about your marketplace, because you know, very ambitious. I would not, I, I don't have a clue as to how I would even venture into the liquor business. What started, made, what, what, what created this as being a real possibility, Daphne? Yeah, so we went on a trip to the French Riviera with a group of folks and then traveled over to the Amalfi Coast. I had already loved Limoncello for quite some time, so I was evaluating or judging everyone's limoncello. My husband said, you should start your own limoncello, um, which I laughed at. My husband's a serial entrepreneur. He will start a business overnight if you give him the reins. And so <laughs> I asked Taya when she got to dinner later on that night after a few you know, rounds of drinks. So I said, hey, do you want to do this together? Because we have been looking to, to do something together for quite some time. Right. So I said, hey, do you want to do this limoncello thing together? And so both of us, um, having had several uh, drinks and I said yes, not really knowing what we were signing up for. Mm-hmm. And so my husband and uh, Stephen and then Azim, when they got back to the States, they did not consult us immediately. They just started the business. Oh, this is, you know, we're going to start this business. Let's figure it out. And so I think about a week after we returned to the States, my husband said, okay, you and Taya, uh, here's your, you know, business plan. What is your business plan? You all need to get it together. We're going to give you all the capital that you need to launch this thing. So I called Taya. I was like, Taya, we're in business. So we started to do our research and realized that uh, it was a male-dominated industry, particularly white male-dominated industry, which to Taya and I, who believe in overcoming 
obstacles and challenges, we thought, yeah, game on. We're going to break through this industry and, and we're going to do this. And so I think a part of it was just the lure of knowing that there were not many of us in the industry. And we started to uh, just really widen our circle of influence, talking to different people with humility, saying, hey, we don't know a lot. Can you teach us? And everyone opened up their hearts and minds that we accounted along the way and really taught us the business in addition to our own research, but just really taught us the business. Um, and then my husband, who is once again entrepreneurial business, my, his acumen, business acumen is out of this world, really laid the foundation um, because he owns successful businesses. And so he's really coached and consulted us. And Azeem has also been a coach and consultant around marketing and branding and what does that mean. So I say to folks, just wind your circle, uh, get free labor if you have husbands or spouses or significant others, use them as, as free labor. Um, but really, more importantly, don't take um, obstacles and challenges as an obstacle or challenge, but as an opportunity for you to overcome. Well, here's an amazing thing is that I'm talking to uh, Taya and uh, Daphne. Uh, they've created a one-of-a-kind original beverage that is vodka-based and infused with the finest natural ingredients. The key right there, natural ingredients. I'm assuming that is a, a selling card or a calling card that differentiates you guys from the rest of the industry, Taya? Yes, it absolutely is. And I, and I think that along this journey, um, we were determined to stay true to that. And for a number of reasons, that was challenged, right? Because it's definitely more cost effective to use something from concentrate or to add um, food coloring or preservatives, even for like coloring or look. And we, were, we, we said, listen, we want something of quality that we can stand proud of and that we would actually want to consume us ourselves. Mm -hmm. So even when that was questioned, we, we never faltered on changing that recipe. Now, it's interesting because I said something about um, a crowded marketplace. I would assume that you guys are entering into a crowded marketplace and then margins. And margins is important because that tells you how much you're going to make. And also, if you, you know, if your margin, say, for instance, if you're buying it for $8 and you're selling it for $9, then that's you, you, you really got a bad business model. So the margin comes into play here. So now I want to really drill down just a little bit, Taya, if you don't mind, about how did you guys start setting up the um, budget or the model, the business model of reality? This is what it's going to cost. Did you do a 90-day plan, a six-month plan, a five-year plan? How did that work? You know what? It was a combination of all of that, but I think we have to start at that recipe we came up with, right? Because we also knew that making that quality of our product was going to be expensive, right? right? If you're using fresh lemon juice, cane sugar, and you're not using anything unnatural, you pay more for that product. So we knew that because we were starting with a premium recipe that we may have to look somewhere else to maybe cut the cost. And so just figuring out what that right combination was, right? So while we wanted to um, get bottles and packaging for our product, maybe stateside, it may not have been economical for us because of what we decided to do with this product itself. So I think the short term was one figuring out that piece, right? How do we afford these quality products? 
and the bottle and packaging that it's going into. And to your point, knowing where we wanted to sit in the marketplace, right? So we went and we did our research and we went to look at other limoncellos. What were they made of? Um, What was their alcohol mix? Where did they sit on the shelves? Because, again, we wanted to set ourselves as a premium, but we also didn't want to price ourselves out of the market, especially as a new brand. So it was a delicate balance of figuring out what that right uh, price point is, if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking to Taya and Daphne. Uh, when we come back, we're going to find out about their background. You know, we've just been talking about the business and joking around and having a good time and also delving into the process of how this relationship started. But also, who are they from a academic standpoint? What type of jobs they had before they decided to become entrepreneurs in the liquor business? We'll be back with more money-making conversation masterclass, and we will be taking your Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Phone calls. Welcome back to the Money Making Conversations Masterclass hosted by Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations Masterclass continues online at moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations Masterclass on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, really, I, 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 when I left IBM to be a stand-up comedian, I just went out there and just followed my dreams. And but I had a math degree, and so when I tell people, 
I mean, entertainment as a manager or a writer or a stand-up comedian, and I tell them I have a math degree, they always go, huh? That don't make any sense. But it made sense to me because just because you started over here don't mean that that's the game that you have to play your whole life because you follow your dreams. Now, with that being said, I want to find out the backgrounds of uh, my guests who have started a, a brand, a brand in the liquor business. They've, they've, they've heard everything, all the naysayers, just like I heard when I said, when people told me I wasn't going to be the next Richard Pryor. Or I wasn't trying to be the next Richard Pryor. I was just trying to follow my dreams. And so that's what I'm assuming that Taya and Jaff, Daphne are doing. You're following your dreams, correct? Who do you want to start with? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. See, 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 see. I was trying to be. I, I was just trying to be really cool this time. Y'all go. We ain't gonna. We ain't gonna say nothing till he called a name. Give a name. All right, Daphne. Daphne. I didn't know y'all gonna do a brother like that because I thought I was really eloquent. You know, I thought I had motivated yeah, y'all just to dive on in. No, 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 no. I, I was really. It was really played out there. Good. Y'all just went silent. Up. Hello, hello. You know, Rashawn, you told us you gonna call our names. We not jumping. This is not jumping. So, Daphne. We're not going to help you out. Okay, Daphne. That's right. Daphne, what did you do or what are you currently doing as you build out this business that's in the liquor area? Yeah, so prior to uh, doing this, I was an executive for Charter School Network and a state superintendent. I retired and now I run, I'm an executive director for a nonprofit um, that allows high school students to have paid internships. Mm. Um, and so the Kashi beverage is like my other um, job, but, you know, I have a bachelor's, master's, a couple of advanced degrees in chemistry, have one in minor in mathematics also. Um, so grew up uh, in Augusta, Georgia, but definitely parents were set on all of our, all of my siblings and I going to college. And so did the whole college thing, came to Texas to find a husband, get a couple of advanced degrees. I was going to move back to Georgia uh, my husband said, absolutely not. But a batting average of two out of three or 0.75 is really good. 0.66 is really good. So I thought, well, I'm still winning with this batting average of advanced degrees and a husband, but not moving back to Georgia. So been in Houston for 20 plus years. Well, I'm not mad. I was born and raised in Houston. So you're not going to hear right. anything negative from me. But I won't turn this into a Houston story. But I, where you live, girl? Where you shop? Where you eat? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Now. Since I've got to call out names, excuse me, Daphne, Taya, what is your academic training? Um, did you work at a Fortune 500 company prior to taking on the responsibility of starting Kashid? I did for a while, so um, I don't have as many degrees as Daphne, but I did. Daphne got 100 degrees. Daphne, I'm going to tell you something. Daphne is the worst. <laughs> you know, she had the great <laughs> liquor story, moonshine story. Then she throw down. Right. It wasn't enough to say she had a chemistry degree, but she's going to make me feel bad. And I got something to do with math, too. I got a little math thing happening in my life. Right. She you was know. like, yep. Your little degree was cute. <laughs> right, right. And I know I struggle with that math degree, but she got chemistry well, and math. Well, per- well, first of all, let me just say this. I'm actually still on the call. Mm-hmm. Um, so as the two of you are beating up on me, I'm still on the call. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was to inspire others to know that even if you work hard on your degrees and you're like, oh, I work so hard, I can't change careers. Right. Yes, you can. You yes. can do whatever you want to do. Your degrees only give you the soft skills, the transformational skills. You can You can pivot and do whatever. So it was actually to inspire others to say it's actually okay to pivot. Right. Right. And you pivoted from what, what, what corporate job were you involved in? What is your degree in? Tire or Daphne? Tire. Mm-hmm. 
Because oh, I, I, I can't talk anymore to Daphne about academic training. She just put down my I little know, math right? degree. No, okay. okay, I'm going to oh, slide over here. I need uplift in my life right now, Taya. I need uplift. Okay. But, but, let me, but let me tell you what makes it even oh, worse, right? Mm-hmm. So she has all these advanced, like, math degrees, mm-hmm. but then she's also, like, a wizard with words. Like, she will make you, <laughs> she will belittle you with words in a minute, and you won't even know what happened. Right, 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 right. Like, you should. She leaves people like standing in their dust mm-hmm. all the time when they. It, it's amazing to watch, but that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I had a degree in chemical engineering. I actually went to work for Frito Lay. Wow. And started out in their manufacturing area, and then I went to into S and D when I moved to New York and married Azim. I moved to New Jersey and married Azim. Okay. And so I did that for about ten years. And then, you know, him in the music industry, and then we decided to have, like, a gazillion kids. And so I then became a stay-at-home mom. Wow, gazillion. I, I wouldn't even ask that number because that seems like a lot. A gazillion. That's, <laughs> isn't that a commercial for uh, for, for Wi-Fi? <laughs> You're a gazillionaire. You're a gazillionaire with kids, okay? We have a phone call. We have a phone call right here. Uh, Miss Sears, Mrs. Sears. Yes. How you doing, Mrs. Sears? Welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass. I'm with Taya and Daphne. You have a question for them or myself? Hello, ladies. And it's it's wonderful to hear what you're doing. And I just wanted to say to you that my daughter has bartendered for <laughs> for the past 10, 15 years. And she absolutely loves it. And so my question to you is, have you always had your family to support you in this um, in this field, because I really at first didn't support my daughter. And now after listening to you guys and how well you're doing and how intelligent you sound, I'm, you know, I'm even more eager now to support my daughter and what she's, she, she's doing. Great. Daphne, Taya. And my daughter has had her recipes in Ebony magazine. She has worked, um, the Four Seasons. She's just a natural chemist, and she loves. Um, we're from the Low Country, South Carolina. South Carolina. She's mm-hmm. Always been around, you know, good foods and flavors and that kind of thing. And she's good at what she does. But because this has not always been a female, you know, um, kind of position. Um, I mean, my family members and people have have looked down on her. Mm-hmm. Well, they shouldn't. I, I would tell you they shouldn't. I, I come from a family of six sisters. I have two brothers. And so I'm always a pro-female because of my four of my sisters are older than me. Uh, when I look at uh, Ty and I look, because we talked about it at the very beginning of the interview, you are in a very male dominated industry and, and you, right. you put liquor in place with men. There's always that chauvinistic approach of uh, a demeaning approach, how they look at women because liquor and yeah. that environment does that. But, but for Daphne and Taya, when you hear Mrs. Sears talk about how motivating this has been, hearing you two talk, yeah. hearing you overcome the challenges, how do you react? Taya or Daphne, either one, you can respond. Well, well I would, I'll, this I'll, is Daphne. I'll say this. Uh-oh. No, go ahead. Taya, where are you going to go? No, no, go ahead, sweetie. I was going to just say that I think this is really important for her 
and for you to understand that, like, we can remove the archaic um, definitions of what a career or job is by simply doing the thing that you do well and making a name for yourself and being successful. And so sometimes we think, oh, if they're not a doctor or if they're not an executive, then we don't want to uplift that passion. But our passion should be uplifted. And yeah. the support that she needs is to be able to make a name for herself in the industry as a bartender, as a mixologist, as someone who is an influencer and has a voice in the industry. And there's room for her. And whenever she feels like, whether as a female or someone new to the industry or someone who's breaking into a different industry, if she thinks there's not room at the table for her, then just tell her to make room, bring a folding chair, make your own space at the table. But as a family member, what we can do is pour into someone and ensure that we support them in being the best in their industry. So do the research. Who's the top person in her industry? Where does she want to go? And then learn from them so that she can then either sit next to them or take their place. But we've got to remove this, like, if you're not an X, Y, or Z, then you're not successful. And instead say, in this day and time, whatever you do, be the best at it. Be at the top of your game because the best way to show people or prove people wrong is to prove the possible way they created the impossible. Cool. Tyre, uh, uh, as, as we go here, Tyre, I want to make sure people understand, you know, the, that's hard work and the hard work hasn't finished. And I understand Miss Sears being motivated and being uplifted by this, but, you know, y'all work hard. Y'all still got to be parents to your kids you still have to be uh you know wives to the husband you still have to go out there and be professional about this dream and this dream every day inches forward sometimes it inches sometimes it doesn't even inch the next day and that's the frustrating part and when you talk about success and starting to be motivated by this tire please explain to us what keeps you afloat what keeps you moving forward mm-hmm. You know what, thank you for saying that because, um, and that's a great point you bring up, right? Because we are really doing something we love and receiving Mm. a lot of accolades for it, right? But it is hard work Mm. and we are making a lot of sacrifices financially, time, energy, um, bandwidth, like all of that. But I think, and I thought about this um, when she was talking about her daughter, like the the passion and drive come out of doing something that you love, right? You have something bigger leading you and pushing you through that. And so I think, you know, we're winning and she's winning because we're able to do something every day that is so easy to do, even with all the struggles and hardships, because we believe in it and we love it. Awesome. I want to thank you guys for coming on my show again. Um, you know, this is the first quarter. I'd like to invite you back on to Money Making Conversation Masterclass in the third quarter. So we can talk about it. get an update. You know, you're going into the fall, the Christmas season when people do a lot of celebrating and all that good stuff, because I want people to understand there's a journey in being an entrepreneur. And I want to let everybody know that Money Making Conversation Masterclass supports your journey and definitely want to let you wish you good luck and um Please understand, I understand the hard work. I understand there are 24 hours in a day, and you have to take advantage of every one of those hours. Again, I wish you good luck, Taya, Daphne, and thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. 
Thank you for joining us for this edition of Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald is produced by 3815 Media Inc. More information about 3815 Media Inc. is available at 3815media.com. And always remember to lead with your gifts. everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council.